listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. Hi, I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. Listen, if you are listening, you should be subscribing. You should be rating us and sharing with your colleagues. Thank you for helping us to expand our footprint in the podcast universe. I'm just excited about so many things going on. I have to tell you, coming up on October 9th, We have our Live to Lead event. I am so excited. What a dynamic lineup. We have Kat Cole. She's the COO of the Focus Brands. Uh, She talks about hustle and heart. I can't wait to to hear uh, what she's going to talk about. We got Craig Groeschel. You know Craig Groeschel. He's the New York Times bestselling pastor of Life Church right here in Oklahoma. I can't wait to hear what he's going to talk about. Uh, the anticipatory leadership is his topic. Can't wait to hear it. Alan Mulally, he is on his way. I, look at that. Uh, former CEO of Ford Motor Company. You Does it get any better than this? Don't forget Steve Harvey, entrepreneur, talk show host, Emmy Award winner, businessman, uh, you know, comedian, you name it. Uh, Steve Harvey comes with a very diverse background. And then the anchor leg goes to John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership guru on the planet. Oh, my goodness. I cannot wait. And guess what? If you will register today, go to onevoiceinc.org forward slash live the number two lead. Register today for $79. Per person, $79 per person. But as soon as you register, you will have immediate access to content that was from some previous years from some of our other speakers. So you're going to get value immediately. Additionally, you're going to have breakout sessions on the day of the event. I am looking forward to our breakout sessions. We've got uh, a couple of great sessions for you, and I can't wait to, to get those to you. We've got my good friend, uh, John Austin, he is the fire chief in New Haven, Connecticut. He is going to be delivering a diversity enrichment talk, and I can't wait to hear that. We also have my good friend, Dr. William Valmere, coming in. The Vanguard Leader is, is his new book coming out. He's going to be talking about uh, the DNA of a leader. I can't wait. And then if you'll hang out with me for a little bit, we're going to talk about how to dismantle barriers to personal growth. We are going to have an amazing time. We've got some giveaways. Uh, look forward to seeing you get your ticket today. Register today, onevoiceinc.org forward slash live to lead. And we look forward to seeing you in the room. So I can't wait. So let me hop into today's topic. I want to talk about uh, decisive versus doubtful. Decisive versus doubtful. What I mean is that when you think about as leaders, we have to make decisions. 
And in making decisions, it determines your success, uh, your rapid of growth, uh, how, how, how fast you grow, how much you grow. It can also de- de- determine uh, not just the pace of your growth, but it can also determine uh, if you fail or if you succeed. So uh, how does one differentiate between a decisive leader and a doubtful leader? So that's what we want to talk about today. So when we talk about decisive, decisive means having the power or quality of deciding. A decisive can also be characterized by or displayed uh, with little or no hesitation, resolute, determined. So a decisive leader is one who knows how to make a decision. They pull the trigger without hesitation. They're resolute and they're determined. They are not reckless, but they're determined. Now, a doubtful leader, on the other hand, is uh, uncertain of the outcome or result. So as a result, they become leaders who are hesitant to make decisions. So I, I want to get us to a place today where we kind of take a look at this and decide which type of leader you are. And it's desirable to be a decisive leader, but there is a process to get you there. And there's also some things that happen uh, when you're doubtful that we need to uh, really overcome because they will hinder our growth. So understand, leaders must be decisive. Your team, your dream, your future, all of these are counting on you to execute the decision. Let me say it again. Your team, your dream, your future, they are all counting on you to execute the decision. As if that's not enough pressure already in leadership, uh, the buck stops here. Uh, So at the end of the day, as leaders, people are looking to you for leadership. So a leader must be able to make a decision and must be decisive. But sometimes leaders are so decisive or so eager that in their decisiveness, they become reckless. And so we've got to mitigate our recklessness uh, and become effective, decisive uh, leaders. Why is it that leaders struggle so much with making decisions? Well, I found there to be two or three primary reasons here that leaders struggle with making decisions. One is our past failures. When you've had failure, and if you're a leader and you lead for any length of time, my friend, you are going to experience failure. But failures can, if not handled the proper way, they can breed fear. So your failures will lead to you being afraid to pull the trigger because you made the wrong decision. Well, understand, we're going to talk about it later, but but if we have a process for making decisions, we can learn from that process and help us to overcome these failures. So failure is not definitive as it relates to a final place or a level of success. It's just a part of the journey. And when failure is used in the proper way, it becomes the best education for your future success. So many leaders won't make decisions simply because of their resume, because they've made some decisions that just didn't go well. I know I can identify with that. Not only do leaders struggle in making decisions because of past failures, they often struggle in making decisions because they are too critical. Leaders can be guilty of overthinking. Uh, Leaders can be guilty of being caught up in the paralysis of analysis. 
I understand you want to make the right decision. I understand the carpenter's mentality of measure twice and cut once. But when you find yourself measuring 10, 12, 15 times and then going somewhere else and measuring this side 10, 12, 15 times, you're looking for perfection. But by the time you make the decision, the decision may no longer be relevant. So I want you to stop overthinking your decisions. There are things we can put in place along the way that will help us to mitigate the risk of any decision we make. But understand, part of making a decision is you have to assume the risk and the responsibility that goes with being the one who makes the decision. That's simply what happens. So when we look at at, at a leader who is too critical, we're going to look at one that Everything has to be exactly right. Uh, and there are some industries and some places where that may be the case. So if you are if you happen to be an astronaut and you're going to fly the space shuttle to outer space, you've got to have the right wind, temp- wind uh, direction. You have to have the right temperature. You have to have the right. Everything has to be exact and the science has to be exact. When it comes to leadership, uh, a lot of times we're leading into places where uh, those exact measurements are not requisite in order to make a decision. So we've got to learn where to be critical, where to be focused on the numbers, where to drill down to the details and how far to go. But at the end of the day, don't overthink it. Once you have, uh, have decided that once you get to a place where you have gone through the data uh, at, at, at a good pace, meaning you clearly understand what's before you and all the numbers are pointing the same way, the team is ready to go in a certain way, uh, the product is ready to go. When you look at all of the variables that you've considered, uh, don't overthink the decision. That's where doubt comes in. You become uncertain of the outcome or the result. So, so when you're uncertain of the outcome or result, and you delay, again, delaying from a doubtful perspective can almost uh, really keep you out of success. You can miss a window. You can miss an opportunity. You won't get your bid in. I, I remember in my corporate America days, I'm working in corporate America, and I hated RFPs, uh, requests for proposal. I hated them. Uh, I, I because I felt like that RFPs one in most cases these are public sector forums and they use the public sector and so everything is public so what differentiates you from your competition you have to disclose within the RFP. Um, the other thing I didn't like was that you had a hard deadline and I did not like hard deadlines because you have to finally decide what is your price going to be what are you going to put on the table what solution are you going to offer I hated that pressing against the time and having that deadline uh, because I wanted to, I felt better and more effective in an environment where I was able to interact with my clients and, and, and meet needs and solve problems. So the RFP process with the deadline kind of put me in this thing. And so I, with that deadline and being too critical, it always meant being up until the last minute, working on the last minute, trying to get this RFP done. So I did not like that. And in those cases, I was very critical because there were some things I didn't want to disclose, but you couldn't win if you didn't disclose it. So, so, so you have fear of past failures. And with RFPs, I didn't win many because uh, I wasn't the lowest price, but I was the best value. Remember that. Um, and sometimes I was too critical and overthought the process. And then the last thing uh, that, that really uh, str- makes us struggle with making decisions is a lack of confidence. A lack of confidence. Uh, see, whenever you have limited success, 
meaning that either A, you're new to the industry and you're just getting off the ground, your company, you're trying to grab your grab your, your traction and move forward, or you've you've been around a while, but you've never gotten that that really that movement in your business. I want you to understand a lack of confidence or limited success can delay you in making decisions. And and typically when you're one who habitually makes delayed decisions, I'll say it again, it will cost you opportunities, cost you business, ultimately costing you success which keeps you in the same place of limited success, lack of confidence, and doubtful in your decision-making. So I want to transition us from a doubtful leader to a decisive leader. If we're going to transition from a doubtful leader to a decisive leader, we've got to understand how is it that we develop uh, an effective or a productive uh, decisive mentality. Well, there's three steps to this. First step is I've alluded to this earlier. You have to number one develop a system. That's right. You got to develop a system. Uh, developing a system is is a is a complex process. But let me simplify it and give you just a couple of things you can do to develop a system. Number one is research your product, your program, and your market. Make sure you understand what's going on in your market, researching what's going on, and then knowing the capabilities of your solution. In other words, you have to identify the key metrics in your industry. What moves the industry? How does the industry function? So I want to develop a system of making decisions that is consistent with what goes on in my industry so that I can at least have a seat at the table. I want to learn that process so that I can get in, in my industry. So perhaps you work in an industry where RFPs are a part of the day. If that's the case, then you've got to learn a system that can help you win in that environment. Uh, or maybe you're in a different type of environment where uh, you are a service-based product and, and the, your service separates you because the products are the same. Then we have to learn the systems, do research, develop a system for what components go into us making a decision. We need to have two, three, five. Five steps that we're going to, uh, five boxes that we're going to check in our process, and this is going to help us to understand. Yes, we're on the mark. Yes, we're on the target, and we know what we're doing. If you don't research and you're shooting in the dark, you just don't have a good chance of winning. You just don't have a good chance of being successful. So, how this translates in your leadership is people don't want to follow a doubtful leader. They want to follow a decisive leader because a, a decisive leader will clearly paint the picture of this is how we make decisions, this is where we're going, this is what's expected of you, this is how I inspect, and this is how you contribute to the team, and we are counting on you to add value to this team. And when you have those types of systems in place, you bring out the best of everyone on the team, and then you can move the needle. And that's what we want to do is we want to develop a system. I am a systems and infrastructure guy. I believe that if you put the systems and the infrastructure in place, you, can, you can't you can help but have success. I've used this illustration before, but I think it's, uh, it fits right here. Um, in the city of Oklahoma City, where I reside, for a long time, we didn't have professional sports. The highest level of sport we had was uh, AAA baseball, or we've had some, some uh, you know, G League uh, basketball and things of that nature. But then uh, in a few years back, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder. And when they came to town, it changed the dynamic of the city. Uh, it brought more businesses here. It brought more people here. It brought a different clientele here. 
but our highway system, the infrastructure of the city was not built to accommodate that kind of growth. As our city has expanded and gone further north and further south and, and further east and further west, there, there were places that used to be pastures and fields that now are neighborhoods and subdivisions. And so uh, the city is trying to catch up by expanding our roadways and, and trying to expand the infrastructure to catch up with the growth. What leaders have to do is develop systems and infrastructures that will support not where you are today, but where you plan to be. So I often tell my clients, make sure when you're looking at an org chart, you may not be able to fill every position today, but I want you to build what I call the euphoric org chart. That means in a state of euphoria, these are the positions that we would have. On another day, I'll talk about how to fill that org chart. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to build the org chart based on your current personnel, but rather build it based on the vision. When you do that, making decisions becomes an easier process. Not only do you develop a system, but in developing a system, that's the research component. Then you must deploy the system. That means you have to activate your system. You have to put it in play. Let me caution you. When you put your system in play, when you activate your system, it will not be mature, it will not be fully developed, and it will not be fully effective. You will experience some success, you will learn some things, you will grow through some things, but you must know that in deploying your system, you can expect, you can make a plan as a part of your process that you are going to have to improve your system at some point. So you're going to go into this thing deploying a developed system that you plan to uh, to improve. You, you build in thought that when we're doing this, uh, this is what we use beta testing for as leaders. So we have an idea and we have a concept and it sounds like a good concept and we think it's going to work. But we run a beta, a small market test to kind of see how it how it works within our team and within our community, within our our client base. We want to see how are people receiving this? How does it function? Have someone else kick the tires in a live mode. That's what beta testing is all about. So when you deploy your system, expect that you will need some time to, to kick, kick the tires, so to speak, to see how it works and then have others involved. But know that when you deploy this system, step three is you're going to have to refine the system. So step one is develop a system. Uh, step two is deploy your system. And step three is uh, refine your system. That that means you understand when you refine it, you're going to develop confidence because it's, your confidence is literally gained through your successes. So as you've deployed your system, you're going to have success. That's our expectation. You're going to make some good decisions and you're going to have some success. You're going to build some momentum. You're going to build some leadership capital, some leadership integrity. When you're decisive and make good decisions, People want to be on your team. People want to follow you. People want to work hard for you. So you're going to have some wins. But one of the things that kills businesses and kills leaders is an unwillingness to modify a tried and true system. I understand your system worked when you deployed it. I understand that you initially kind of found some things and you fixed it, but you, you got the system and now it works. Well, pre-COVID, your system may have been perfect. Now in a virtual world, your system may be archaic. Make sure that you are willing to modify your system. That is critical. So I want to challenge you today 
to become a decisive leader, not a doubtful leader, a decisive leader, one who doesn't hesitate, who is resolute, who is determined and can make a decision, not doubtful, the uncertain one, the one who's concerned about the outcome or the results and refuses to make a decision. So I want you to develop a system, deploy your system and refine your system. And when you refine your system, then you have to redeploy your system as your bonus point for today. Listen, I'm your coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Speaking with One Voice. Make sure you follow us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. And please don't forget, go get your ticket right now. Pause this, go get your ticket, Live to Lead, onevoiceinc.org forward slash Live to Lead, $79.00. You get Cat Cole, Craig Groeschel, Alan uh, Mulally. Uh, then you get John Maxwell. Come on, who else do you get? There, there's so many. You, you get Steve Harvey. And then don't forget bonus sessions. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm so excited. You get bonus sessions. You've got uh, Fire Chief John Austin. You've got Dr. William Vermeer. you got yours truly. Uh, we're going to be doing bringing you some things this uh, October 9th. It's right around the corner. Get your tickets today. I've got giveaways. I've got prizes. Uh, We're going to be in a virtual environment, but let me just tell you this. It's a virtual environment, but it's a closed environment. So when you buy your tickets from me, which the cheapest you can get them is $79, so you're going to get a $20 discount. And you're going to be in a closed room. We're going to have a private chat and we're going to have local presentations. We're going to have uh, private breakout sessions. We are going to have a blast and we're going to grow as leaders. So I look forward to seeing you in the room. Until next time, this is your coach, Rodney Payne. Speaking with one voice. Listen, let's keep growing together. Make it a great day on purpose. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.